Hello guys, welcome back to the Bread and Butter podcast. I am your host, Brecklin, and welcome to what I hope will become a really fun tradition for this podcast every February. Today, we are talking about all things love and Valentine's Day, and I've been waiting for this episode since I started the podcast, which granted was only a month ago, but I've been really excited for this one. Um, This is really my first Valentine's Day since I was like 18 that I won't be doing the whole florist thing. Well, I mean... I'm actually going to be helping another shop for a few hours, but I still have friends doing the whole shebang. So I'm putting in a quick plug here for all of you listening who plan on ordering flowers because I think this is so important. If any of you didn't know, I worked as a florist all through college, either as a florist or as a manager, and every February we would take on what's basically like the motherload of all floral holidays. That's what we call holidays that have like a huge influx of floral orders, and that was Valentine's Day. So I did it twice as a manager, a bunch of times as a florist. Both are extremely hard. And I have to say that the whole situation literally was more stressful and anxiety-inducing than planning my wedding in the middle of COVID. So it's a big deal. You start planning in like December to order like massive amounts of flowers from your retailers because you're going to have like hundreds of orders that have to be made either the day of, the day before because they're flowers and they can die. You have to schedule delivery vehicles. Anyway, it was usually like a 60 or 70 hour work week for like a team of college-aged girls, usually. They're doing school at the same time. So like, just let that sink in for a second because it is amazing what they pull off. It's super typical to work from like six in the morning to like one or two in the morning and then you go home and sleep and come back at six and do it again. So that happens for like three days straight. And I know that there are like nurses and other workers that do that every day of their lives and that is amazing. But the point of all of this, the reason I'm bringing it up, not so people think that I'm like tough or anything, but because some of the funnest times I've had happened, you know, when you're like with a bunch of girlfriends late at night, just making flowers and talking and, but I bring it up because I've seen and like been on the phone with like the worst people who are like flipped out or yelling at like a young crying girl because their order didn't get there the minute they needed it to or whatever. There's always something. So this year, please be nice the florist in your life or to anyone involved in the retail world of Valentine's Day. If your partner is ordering you flowers or if you plan to order flowers, like make an effort to be patient and kind with whoever you order flowers from. And remember that if you're with someone who feels like it's cool to like yell at a bunch of young girls over a bouquet of flowers, that you might want to have a conversation. So those girls are so tired and they're keeping it together the best they can. And all they've eaten for a few days is like crackers and Twizzlers. So that's my quick soapbox. I feel like a lot of florists actually hate Valentine's Day because it's been like semi-traumatic. So I feel lucky that I had enough good experiences to still love Valentine's Day because I really do. Like I truly love Valentine's Day and I'm so stoked to talk about it. But yeah, be nice to your to your flower people. Okay, to start off, our want to eat watch read segment is going to be all Valentine's themed and I'm super excited to get into it. So a want. This year for Valentine's, I really want to have like a cookie making night party with my mom and my sisters. When I was really little, I have like really vivid memories of spending hours in the kitchen with my mom, like making sugar cookie dough, like cutting them in the shape of hearts. And then we would mix the colors into the frosting. We'd, you know, get out sprinkles. We would make so many cookies to take to to neighbors or just to eat. It's just such a good memory for me. So props to my mom for that. 
But I think I want to do it again this year and like make a night of it. Maybe with my mom and my sisters, put on like a rom-com or something, make cookies. Makes me happy just thinking about it. Also, if you are a Utah person, you know how good swig cookies are. I'm just putting a plug in for the fact that they are like really easy to make. And I feel like they taste better than regular sugar cookies. And all you have to do is like cut them in the shape of a heart and you're set. So do with that information what you must. And I'm sure there's a recipe on Pinterest somewhere. So, and eat. I love when everything turns pink and white and red for Valentine's Day. I am such like an on-theme gal. I love it all. So I am personally going to be trying to consume as many like rose-colored and Valentine's-themed things as I can. So some personal favorites I'll be keeping an eye out for are the strawberries and cream Lindor truffles. If you have not tried them, get a bag immediately. Get the jumbo bag if possible. They're like kind of like marbled pink and white. They're so cute, but they're so good. I also love anything like Dove chocolate, preferably dark chocolate. I have to get some chocolate covered strawberries in there as well. Some Reese's hearts. Those are going to be a must for me. Also for Trent. I also love myself a good heart-shaped pizza or really anything heart-shaped. So we will definitely be doing that. Watch. Okay, this is going to be fun. These probably aren't going to be super typical Valentine's watches for you, so forgive me for that. But here are some nostalgic movies that I want to watch either for Valentine's Day or for a Galentine's situation. You know, maybe for my cookie decorating night. First off, Pride and Prejudice. Now that I think about it, I feel like Kiera Knightley might truly be the one to blame for my thinking that I would really kill the wispy, like, effortless bangs. That aside, what a great movie. I feel like this might be more of a Galentine's vibe unless you're with someone that's like into it, in which case, lock that down. What a good show. Okay, La La Land. Another great show. I love Emma Stone. What's not to love? That would be a good one. I might be watching that one. If you're wanting to keep it classic, I love Romeo and Juliet, the 1996 version with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. I watched this, I think my ninth grade year of high school. We like read it for our English class and then my English teacher who honestly, brilliant, was like, how about I get these kids into it by showing them Romeo and Juliet with Leonardo DiCaprio? So I was hooked. Okay, read. This one is harder and so I really, I'm really not thinking, I can't think of books that I'm like pulling off the shelf for Valentine's Day. I know they're out there so don't come for me, but we'll circle back to this part of the segment next week. Okay, now into our love day talk. I feel the need to put this disclaimer. If you are single, don't you dare turn this off, okay? I have been loving Valentine's Day since I was five years old and very single. So this episode is literally for everyone. But because I feel like couples and like romantic Valentine's plans get so much airtime, we're going to start with how you want to spend Valentine's Day with yourself. Because I personally feel like if you are uncomfortable taking yourself somewhere alone on a date. There is work to do. And there is fun to be had. Hear me out. This is my love story that I'm going to tell you. My love story with myself. When I was in college and a little bit before I got married, I started this tradition with myself that every Tuesday after I got off work, I was going to take myself on a date. 
And I would like tell all my coworkers that because I would get so stoked. I was like, hey, it's Tuesday. And they'd be like, it's Tuesday. And I would go clock out and I would run out to my car and I would turn on like the newest episode of my favorite podcast that came out on Tuesday. By the way, this is truly the reason that my podcast releases on Tuesday because it's so sentimental for me. It was like podcast Tuesday and I loved it. So I would drive myself around, I'd pick up a drink, I'd listen to my podcast, and I I know that people probably do this, but for me, it was like this revolutionary thing that I started doing that I loved. And then as the months went on, I kind of found other ways to like take myself on dates and like spend time with myself. And I know that sounds weird, but I like, I started scheduling dates that were like seasonal, like bucket list items that were just for me. Like I love a good bucket list, so I'd always do one for like me and Trenton, but I started doing one for just me. Um, like in the fall, I like go on walking dates and I'll like go pick up a steamer or hot chocolate and I walk around downtown. I'll like go into little bookstores or chocolate stores and I just kind of hang out with myself. And Trent knows that I love my dates with myself. The other day he was even like, I think I'm going to take myself on a date and watch this movie that you don't want to watch with me. And I was so proud. Here's my point. I feel like this is the energy we need on Valentine's Day. I'm telling you, it is invigorating in all of the best ways. Like, let's take down the, like, girls always go everywhere together joke. Let's take it down, okay? Brick by brick. Do things by yourself. For yourself. Take yourself on a date and just hang. Here are a few ideas that I love that I've done that are on my bucket list. If you guys have some that you love, send them in. I'll share them. Um, This is going to sound like a repeat because I talk about this a lot, but... I go and I wander around like a nursery or a greenhouse. Love it. Sometimes I'll buy a plant. Sometimes I'll just pick up a cute pot. Um, Sometimes I'll get like a cheap packet of seeds. Call that a day. Um, I'll do a pedicure or a face mask, which is random. This is random, but I discovered this charcoal face mask that like squeezes out of a tube. It's so much nicer than like the single use ones that make you look like Shrek. Anyway, usually here's another one. Usually it's against the rules for me to bring anyone on my alone dates, but sometimes I'll bring Benny, I'll get him a pup cup, which is like whipped cream in a cup, and then we'll drive around and he loves it. Um, I bought myself flowers once for another one, which is something I never do as a florist especially, but I really liked it. Like I liked having it on my kitchen table. Go get yourself flowers. Okay, here's another one that I'm actually challenging myself to, so feel free to join me get a massage. I have never gotten a massage ever in my life, like a really professional massage. I will have all of you know, I am booking myself a massage. This is big stuff for me because I'm kind of scared. I really don't like most people touching me. That sounds so mean. Um, I'm getting better at it, but I just, I didn't grow up being really touchy at all, but like, unless you're my mom or Trenton or close family, I just, I don't ever think to do it. So, like, massage is, like, the weirdest concept to me. And I know that, like, everyone's cool with it and, like, it's great. I just, yeah. Like, it's hard enough for me to sometimes, like, talk to people that I don't know. And the thought of, like, bridging the gap from, like, hugging, like, five people in my life to letting a stranger, like, rub my back or put hot rocks on me. Wish me luck. Another date I love to take myself on. And I kind of touched on this is to a bookstore. So, Barnes and Noble's girls, this is your chance. I have been going more, and I just love it. Make it a package deal, too. Get a book, 
get a pair of like cute socks. Okay, this next one is simple, but I'll also like take time to journal or to write myself a little letter in my journal and document in detail things that I'm proud of myself for, like things I like about myself, accomplishments I want to remember. This is such a good exercise and such a good date. I will probably force my daughters to do this when they get older because every girl needs to tell herself more often how cool she is. When I first started doing this, I literally sat down grabbed my pen and I was like, um, what do I like about myself? Like what, what's cool about me? It took practice to like actually get used to it. Okay. This is another scary one, but I feel like it could be the best at the same time. So one that I want to try is taking myself out to eat. This is like next level for me. Okay. I've only ever really done this if I'm like out of town working and then I'm still like kind of shy and I'll just like eat in my car. But I really want to just like pick a place that I love and just take myself to lunch or something and like eat in the restaurant. Why is that so taboo? I get that people think that you've been like stood up, but I feel like most people would see you eating like a really good meal by yourself and be like, she is winning. Like she figured it out. Why haven't I done that? Not that I don't love to eat with like Trenton or with groups of people, but like why haven't I ever just like taken myself out for lunch? Why do I always have to like eat in my car? I don't know. So maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll get brave. Okay, so there's my spiel about dating yourself. Do it. I don't care if you're single. I don't care if you're married, especially this Valentine's Day. I am expecting full recaps of what you did for yourself in my DMs, okay? So before I get into like romantic Valentine stuff, because I feel like you can't really do an episode for Valentine's Day without mentioning it and because it's fun to talk about, I want to add another plug that I feel like Valentine's Day is truly the most fun when you get love and give love to as many people as possible, okay? I am all for a good Galentine's party, like Trenton and I are getting our dog a Valentine's gift because we're unhealthily obsessed with him. I feel like getting Valentine's for my mom is still so fun. Like, I love to take treats to friends. It's just a good time. So do not be limiting yourself to just your lover this year. You'll thank me later. Okay, Valentine's dates. I feel like it's hilarious that I'm pretending to be like a fountain of knowledge on this subject because let me give you a little taste of my Valentine's Day experience. The first Valentine's Day Trent and I ever had. I was 18 he was 20 and we had no idea what we were doing, but we were like, okay, it's Valentine's Day. What do we do? This sounds so bad, but neither of us are super gushy people, but we were also like really young and that's kind of all we knew, all we'd seen. So I went to my trusty local TJ Maxx and I was trying to find the perfect present. I was agonizing over it and I walked out with two graphic t-shirts that not only did I think were going to be the best present he'd ever received, I have expected him to like someday down the line cite this is the present that led him to know that I was the woman for him. One shirt was a rendition of Van Gogh's Starry Starry Night featuring stormtroopers. Yeah, like Star Wars stormtroopers. And the other was a giant Dr. Pepper t-shirt. Um, how was that for marriage material? I wrapped them up and I gave it to him. He was really nice. He said that he liked them. He was super cool and got me a box of chocolates, which was great. I was thrilled. But about six months later, I knew he was lying. And now I'm the only one in the relationship who has 
ever worn either of the shirts. And if you ever see me in either of them in a public place, please take me home and call Trenton to come and get me because they are less than flattering. But as our relationship has kind of like matured a little bit and we're less concerned with what Valentine's Day is supposed to look like in quotes, I'll just give you a quick recap of what we did last year and what we're probably going to do this year because at this point we've kind of realized that we'd both just rather do something super fun and kind of off the wall to make memories and relax than feel like it has to be like a production. That is not hate to anyone who really likes being super fancy. I love that. Last year I was still doing the kind of the crazy Valentine's Day florist thing so when I got home I was toast. Like, I think if I remember, I got home and kind of just sat down on the couch and was bawling my eyes out. Part of this was because I was so tired, but part of it was because I was trying to be cute on the way home and I was going to pick up like things for a charcuterie board, but then my card got declined because someone had like hacked it or stolen it and the bank froze my card. So then it was just so humiliating. And then the 17 year old cashier was trying to like lend me the money. I sobbed all the way home. Anyway, I still wanted to do something fun, so we put on sweats, and we decided to get in the car. We just drove through drive throughs We picked up a bunch of different things, and we made like a little drive through feast. It was so fun. We were able to just talk and listen to music and be goofy, and then we brought everything down to our little movie room. We turned on some Christmas lights. We put towels down and just laid all of our, you know, greasy food out, turned on our favorite show. It was so fun. It's still one of like our favorite memories, and I think the plan this year is to do the same thing just to keep the tradition going. I don't know that that's the only thing we'll ever do for Valentine's Day, but I think we'll keep it as a tradition just to kind of remind ourselves not to take things so seriously. So, here's me telling you that your Valentine's Day does not need to be whatever you see on Instagram. It just does not. It can be whatever you want. Do not be anxious or worried that there's something wrong with your relationship if it's not all rose petals and glitter. Not that there's anything wrong with rose petals and glitter. There's nothing wrong, but there is no rule that that's how it has to be. Like, I feel like if I could go back and tell my younger self something, it would probably be that life in general and things like Valentine's Day don't have to look a certain way. I know it is so tempting to worry or to compare yourself or your relationship when you see people posting on Instagram, like, how lucky am I? Like, perfect valentine's day with my lover you know i think my lucky stars every day that you're mine stuff like that don't get too caught up in stuff like that because there are a million ways to have a happy valentine's day if you're confident in yourself and in your relationship so here's another note if you are a girl and you're listening and you don't have any plans for valentine's day but you feel like it's not your job to plan anything this is me telling you that you're also like totally allowed to take charge of valentine's day I know it's traditionally a guy's thing, but I feel like there's nothing wrong with you stepping up and planning the evening or like shooting your shot and asking a guy out. Just do it. Here's a pro tip. If you plan it, you get to do whatever you want. So think about that. I just, I feel like we need to normalize girls taking charge on occasions like Valentine's Day or anniversaries and not having this narrative of like, oh, like she had to ask him or like, oh, you're planning it. Your husband didn't surprise you. Like, Oh, sad. Like, we need to let that narrative die. I don't know. I just feel like it's 2022. Everyone can be planning and asking all over the place. Okay. Wow. That was quite the rant. I just feel like I've talked to so many girls that get so stressed or 
anxious about their relationship around Valentine's Day because we've all like internalized all of these expectations that like don't really ever help us out as lovely and sweet and thoughtful as our partners might might be. That's not to say that you just settle for someone who doesn't care about you or doesn't want to make you feel special. Not the point, but I just feel like let's step up, like let's own it. The next thing that I love so much is that we do a pink breakfast, just me and Trent. So last year we did strawberry danishes and pink milk and strawberries cut into little hearts and then I put like little paper confetti hearts on the table. I thought I was Martha Stewart, but it was so fun. We're doing that this year as well and then we usually write each other little letters. So that's what we do, but in case that does not float your boat, I came up with a list of things I'd like to do in the future that sound really cute and fun and these are not just for couples these can work for galentines or for whatever i already mentioned making sugar cookies and decorating them but i feel like anything cooking related is always a home run you can make heart-shaped pizzas put together a charcuterie board i was talking to my sister the other day and she was going to a charcuterie board party where everyone was bringing a charcuterie board and like not like your typical like pickles and cheese and salami like it was I think, and I've seen this, I've seen this all over TikTok, but you like pick a theme and do the charcuterie board that themed, like, I think they had like a Chick-fil-A charcuterie board. I've, I've seen it all. So I feel like that could be a way fun. Um, I feel like you could take a cooking class. Those will be way fun. I feel like it's so nice to have some structure, like some kind of activity that makes things kind of flow. Another one that I've been wanting to do is like an experience you've both been wanting. I feel like these are maybe a little extreme, but like getting something like a pass to a rock climbing gym or tickets to a play or a concert are such fun ideas. And then you'll have, you know, great memories and your activity covered. It's covered. We love going to see shows. So we even make trips to see like local productions. Okay. It's not like we're heading off to fancy plays all the time but making a night out of it and like dressing up a little bit and grabbing dinner for me that is what dreams are made of when Trenton just fun fact when Trenton proposed he took me on a little walk on the way to the destination that he was going to propose along the walk we always took to go see shows at a little theater in our town so just a cute little detail for you Maybe I'll have to tell our full proposal story in detail on here sometime because truly the whole thing was like the most chaotic, stressful thing for Trenton. And most of it was like accidentally my fault. And I think it is so funny. It was still the best proposal, but another time. We'll do that another time. Okay, another one. So do a little scrapbooking or make a little video with pictures and then you have what I've heard called a remember when night. I got this from our Queen Haley Divine. Her family has this night where everyone comes to a dinner prepared with like a memory or a picture to share with the group and then you just have like a night of reminiscing. So like people are prepared enough to have something to share and then you just like like have feel good memories all night. I'm at Enneagram 4 but this sounds like heaven on earth to me and I feel like it would make such a fun Valentine's Day. I feel like it would adapt really well. Both of you come up with like your top five favorite memories and then you like watch a little video of yourselves and eat a yummy dinner. Oh, if Trent is listening, he'd best prepare himself for this at some point in our lives because we're doing it. Okay, last one. Not last one. Okay, next one. A fancy movie night. I know that everyone is having movie nights all over the place, but when you do the little stuff to like take it over the top, 
it's just a whole different ball game. Like Trent and I love to get movie theater popcorn. You can get it from a theater for a while. We were getting it from like a drive-through. Um, you can grab some Twizzlers, some Junior Mints, grab some drinks, get a little bougie and rent a movie that you can't already stream. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it can be a whole thing. And it's so much more fun than like watching your show on a weeknight. Um, okay, last one that I think would be so fun. And I, I know this is a little bit off the wall, but hang with me. I feel like a travel-themed Valentine's Day would be a blast. Here's kind of how I imagine it going. Before the date, sit down with your partner or whoever and decide your budget for a summer trip or a spring break trip. Then, like, get pizza or some dinner and flight search together. Or, like, book an Airbnb or do whatever you need to do to, like, get the ball rolling for your trip and have that be the activity. I feel like if you got really into it, or if you knew like where you were trying to go beforehand, you could kind of make it a theme tonight to like wherever your destination is going to be. And then it's like a little hype session. Okay, that is it for today, friends. I hope that all of you have the best Valentine's Day. Be sure to be extra kind to yourself and to people around you. Just soak in all the love. I'm so excited. After this, I'm probably going to go get my Valentine's nails done by myself at my own house, but I'm stoked regardless. So thanks for tuning in. I love you. Feel free to send this to a friend, share this episode on your story, or leave me a review. It would mean the world. And if you do, you're automatically my Valentine. So I will see you next week. Bye.